Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. I feel like I've always been a follower in my life, and that has been something where I've always wanted to live a different life, and that's been somewhat of an imposter syndrome, is just pretending to be the person that people want me to be rather than me being the person that I am. And so recently is when I finally started trying to connect with my authentic self, and that is where I've kind of stepped out of line of where the trajectory of my life has been going. And I've currently just been a lot more honest and talking about, you know, mental health and how for so long in my life, I felt co-aligned and I felt fake and I felt like I wasn't doing, uh, you know, things that were true to my core values. And it made me just resent so many different aspects of my life and, you know, different society factors and at that point is when I finally hit a breaking point in my mental health and I was retiring from gymnastics. I had just gone through a failed engagement and I felt like this was, you know, the down that I needed to reinvent myself and put myself out there, which is a scary thing to be a more authentic and genuine person going forward and share my journey because for so long, I felt like I was just doing things because people wanted me to. And now I'm finally doing something that I care about that's personal and sharing it has just been one of the biggest changes that I've made in my life over the past uh, couple of years. What is it that you decided to embark on? Every probably facet of your life was focused on being a gymnast and, and you know all that that entailed. So I've been going a lot down the path of just focusing on my own you know mental health and trying to get in touch with my emotional intelligence. And so that's been my journey of sharing you know I'm re- I'm retired. I'm trying to figure out what is going to be my next journey in life. but I know that before I can figure out what my next journey in life is, I need to really tap into my emotional intelligence so that I can be the person that I want to be. And then from there, I'll be able to truly feel what is going to be best for me moving forward. And so I'm going through this transition of, you know, what is going to be my next passion? And honestly, what I've found is, you know, and what was very terrifying for me is to actually put myself out there and be a vulnerable person. And once I finally did that, I started getting a lot more people were coming to me and saying, hey, I'm proud of you for doing this. And with gymnastics, I always use gymnastics as my reason for getting attention and for sharing experiences. But to some degree, it was not as my authentic self. It was like, hey, here's Sam, the gymnast. But now I'm finally getting to tell my story as, hey, here's Sam, the human being. And this is that new story that I get to embark on and get to share that journey with and really just being able to say, hey, guys, you know, I've had anxiety, depression over the past couple of years. 
that was when things really started taking off. And I started realizing how important it was for me to share my journey, not only for myself, but so other people could share and uh, feel like they're not alone as well. The last Olympics, you went in saying, no matter what happens, I'm just going to smile and I'm going to enjoy the experience. How did you just say, if I win a medal, great, but I'm here for, for myself and to for the experience of it. That was a very hard thing for me to actually address. And because my whole life, you know, as a kid, you go to, into your first gymnastics class Everyone says they want to be an Olympic gold medalist. And so that's your lifelong goal for so long. Right. And to get to an older age and say, oh, well, you know, that lifelong goal, I'm trying, you know, I definitely want to accomplish that. But, you know, if I don't, that's okay. It's just, it's not congruent with, you know, how developed we were growing up and what our expectations were of success. And that definition of success was something that I had always been striving for, but I was never able to achieve. And that was making me uh, resent all the failures and all my experiences in gymnastics, even though they were such great accomplishments, because I had just been a part of this gymnastics culture where right. it's gold or nothing. And it really took a while for me to break down the walls that I had built up and, you know, trying to find that fulfillment within myself and not in my accomplishments and being able to say, you know, be proud of who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done in the sport. Be proud that you have done great things. But, you know, if you don't accomplish your lifelong goal, that's also all right, because it's not about the destination. It's about the journey and everything that you've been learning about in your life and being able to handle failure is one of the hardest parts of life, but that's also where you learn the most about yourself. Those are the moments where I found a more appreciation for that. And going into situations in life now, it's given me a time to not be judgmental or not you know, have these great expectations, but just to be curious of, you know, am I going to succeed in this endeavor or am I gonna fail and learn something? But either way, those are going to be a win-win situation. Was it sports psychology that you were looking to possibly go into or you had an affinity to that? I still have aspirations to do that one day. Um, but currently, I'm kind of just making sure that that's what I want to do because that will be like a four-year school endeavor. I want to try a lot of different things at this point in my life as I'm still figuring out myself and put myself in certain situations to see, do I like this more? Do I like this more? And then I can make an educated decision of which direction I want to go next. But recently, I've been finding a lot of passion talking and working with other people about their emotional health. But I've also been really interested in commentating gymnastics and being able to still be a part of the sport in that way. Right. And I've been doing a, a couple public speaking things as well. And so, you know, I could technically do all three at the same time, but right. you know, I, I'm also trying to take a lot of time to get in touch with my emotional intelligence and authenticity and the core values that are important to me right now. And then I can make the decision of what path I want to go down next. I, I live in Colorado Springs uh, near the Olympic Training Center. Been here for five years and 
now that I retired, I just uh, really don't have a reason to go anywhere else, but this place feels like home. I was actually talking to a friend of mine and he was like, you know, I'm 35 years old and I just feel like this is the part of my life where I just need to get married. And I was like, well, is it the part of your life where like you need to get married or do you want to get married? Just because there's a way that you think life should be going and it's linear doesn't mean that that's the right way. And we've been getting away from the linear lifestyle because, you know, we make changes all the time and that's following, you know, your heart. And that's where, you know, your heart and your gut makes a lot of decisions. But sometimes your mind is tricked into doing something else. That's where you don't want to be. So being able to know at any point that you don't have to be doing something, you could change it to do something else is just a very healthy way to look at your future and to look at the present. And, you know, that is when you're able to really love what you're doing. So that's really awesome that you give that option. I would tell my 10 year old self to, you know, stop taking everything so seriously. <laughs> and try to do and be more the person that you want to be rather than the person that what other people want you to be. And being able to be comfortable with failure and appreciating that it's the journey, not the destination. Those are like the big life lessons that I think if I had had when I was 10 years old, I wouldn't have necessarily found as many hardships you can always, you know, lead the horse to the water, but you can't make them drink. And so to some degree, I don't think I would have listened to myself at that point in my life. But I, I feel like everyone has a story and everyone can gain from another person's perspective. But we have to fall short enough times in our life to be able to realize that it's okay that we failed. Because if you've never failed, then you're never going to actually learn and you're never going to grow. It's hard because if you don't succeed, there's pain and, you know, it hurts and you have just such a strong desire to be successful. But, you know, those are the lessons that we learn. And I, I like to tell people that it's not about saying uh, everything's going to be fine right off the bat, because what right when you hurt, you don't want to be told how you should be feeling. There's a lot of toxic positivity nowadays of, oh, like the second something bad happens, you just need to flip the script and go. It's like, no, let's let us actually feel our feelings on our own. And when we're ready to make that maneuver, then we can assess and reflect on the situation that hurt us. And then we can do something about it rather than just put it to the side and never dig it up again. Because right. That was the biggest problem that I did growing up was. I never confronted any of my issues. I just compartmentalized and just kept on going and thinking that everything's going to be fine until one day it all blows up in your face. Sometimes your failures are your biggest successes. It's mm -hmm. how you react to them. A year from now, I feel like I would, I would see myself continuing down the same path of trying to figure life out, you know, uh, trying to do a couple more commentating gigs, do more public speaking, host a couple clinics for gymnastics, and just continuing to push uh, mental health on social media. And so I feel like where I'm at right now is right where I want to be. And I just want to gauge this for about a year. And then from there, either I've picked up on something that's a little more 
professional um, rather than just dabbling in everything. I think at that point, I would just like to continue to be exploring things and not feeling tied down because for so long in my life, I've been tied down to gymnastics. Right. And I really like having the freedom to explore and try other things. How do you work out now? Do you do a normal workout or are you like Sam the gymnast workout? Retirement has definitely, my whole lifestyle has changed significantly of going from, you know, strict diet and sleeping habits and making sure that I'm always working out as hard as possible and balancing life and social. Now it's just been just regular, you know, I go to the gym, I work out for an hour and then I'll uh, come home and I'll just work on mental health. I'll do workbooks, I'll meditate, I'll journal, uh, I'll call friends and I'll start finding activities that I want to go try and invite them to go and be a part of, you know, whatever exploration I'm going for. Because a lot of what I've done in gymnastics has been, um, has been isolating myself and making sure that a lot of people don't know how like the real Sam is felt. And so when people started trying to dig deeper, I wouldn't let them in and we wouldn't, we couldn't build these stronger relationships and then I would just put all of my emotional health into one single person who would be the person that I'd be dating at that point in time. Right. And then once we break up, it's like, oh, now I, I don't have that. I need to find another relationship rather than just trying to figure that out on my own. And so life for me now is very much just me trying to live my own life, trying to be alone and sit with my feelings and really really try to define myself to a certain degree and be cool with my identity of not being a gymnast, just being Sam McCulloch. And that's my daily life nowadays is just exploring who I am. So both my parents were gymnasts and they put me in those mommy and me classes when I was two. And then I did soccer and baseball and hockey and basketball. And as I was doing all those sports, you know, hockey and basketball just didn't really entice me. And then soccer and baseball and gymnastics were a lot of fun. But then as I got older, I had to put more time into one or the other. And then I dropped soccer and then doing baseball and gymnastics. I had to put more time into one or the other eventually. And gymnastics ended up being the one I just enjoyed doing because I like the fact that I could have a lot more control over the outcome of the result rather than a team sport where maybe I have a great day, but we still lose. And gymnastics was just a lot more active. And I was the kind of kid that just was bouncing off the walls all the time. What really got me to like love gymnastics was just being able to try new things and actually see the growth over a long period of time. Like every day, you know, you can have your downs and your ups, but after a week you can look back and be like, oh, I caught this skill uh, like three more times this week than I did last week. And then I would feel like an endorphin rush of, oh, wow, like that felt good. This is growth. This is progress. I'm improving. And I think having that has been a big portion of just making me feel like it's worth it. And being able to see growth is why I feel like we live our lives primarily. We're always trying to grow because we're never trying to just be stagnant. We always want to be curious about what's going to happen next and what we want to do next. We get bored with one thing. We want to try another. And all these experiences you have are what 
help you grow into the person that you want to be. And that's that translated that a lot with my mental health. Instead of just, you know, sitting on the couch and wallowing, I'm like, all right, well, how can I grow now that I don't have gymnastics as my growth? Right. Trying to grow with my emotional health. And that has been my my feeling that I have a purpose and there's something that is bigger than just myself. It's being able to feel like there's a progression and there's something bigger that I'm working towards. And that has given me a lot of fulfillment in the past uh, couple of years. Perry, you give us inspiration all the time. And I think being able to hear and see everyone else's perspective is just such a raw and deep moment that we can all share with each other. And so we appreciate you being able to be vulnerable and talk with everyone else about what you're going through and be able to create positive experiences through all the hardships. Thank you.